And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. No, I think I think it was the fifties because I spotted a car and I went, "Oh, that's from fifty two Mark Minor, only forty four built in this particular configuration." Yeah. Fuck <laughs> 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 you, man. Yeah. <laughs> How do they expect me to maintain my believability when that car is clearly out of place? <laughs> that wasn't released for at least three years after the film was made. <laughs> Good evening and welcome to Is It A Bicycle, Season 12, Episode 12, the original and bestest ever TV and movie podcast. My name is Stephen Wrigley and I'll be your host for this evening. Beside me, a man who whispered, Mariana Trench, when he was asked to say something deep. It's Mike the McDonough. McDonough. Also beside me, have a lady who says that if her dog didn't want to smoke cigarettes, she never should have bought that leather jacket. It's Shona, show show of hilarity. And in the red corner, it's our cuddly killer, a man who this week said, You see, son, when two girls love each other very much and they have a cup, it's Mark, <laughs> superhero. <laughs> 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 this week we'll be discussing a movie in the shape of Beauty and the Beast <laughs> and some TV in the form of Brockmire and Gorilla. Of course, we'll have some of the usuals with the news and some previews and come to a bicycle near you. You all right, Mike? <laughs> Remind me not to listen to your intros anymore. <laughs> Clearly, Mike got himself a very hot coffee before we started recording in the expectation that you wouldn't be funny and yeah. the would be safe in his lap. So, um, what's this cup thing? Someone explain it to me. Oh, just That's for another podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you just need to Google, was it two girls, one cup? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Am I going to regret it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Your, li- your life say, will never be yeah, the same. Yeah, I'd say, <laughs> yeah. What, what has been seen cannot be unseen. Yeah. 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 Actually, it might be better to stop with video reactions to people watching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. All right. Yeah. yeah. The nastiest of the internet. Uh, so, how are we doing? That was great till I burnt my groin. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I was good, except for now I have insatiable curiosity, but also a fear of Googling this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, Mark, you with us? So I am two days away from being a dad again. No way. Is it, I was just going to ask how how far is it? Two days away. So because we've got the whole gestational diabetes going on, mm. and the steroids are happening because the baby's being flipped out the sunroof a little bit early. All kinds of games. <laughs> uh, poor old Donna has to overnight for two nights in the hospital, so she's in there now. Oh, All right. Wow. Mm. So, so this shit is happening. Yeah. So if for those of you that are listening to this podcast, you're probably listening to it. If you if you get it just when it drops, and as everyone knows, that's dependent on when Mike gets the finger out and writes the blurb. But assuming he's on the ball this week, which happens every so often, then you're probably listening to it just at the exact same time that her belly's being cut open and the baby's being taken out. That's <laughs> visceral. Sounds so romantic. That's what happens though. Yeah. Um so yeah. Mm. And uh, it was happened? funny because I was in there for, um, well, I, I was making a variety of hospital jokes that our, uh, our nurse had zero interest in hearing, <laughs> which of course made me more insistent that I get a laugh <laughs> yeah, out of yeah, it. Yeah. Like, no, you're not, not listening. <laughs> let me tell this joke again. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing makes me work harder than a tough room, let me tell you. But uh, she was going through the, um, what would you call it? I guess the waiver right. for the, the operation, right? Mm. And <laughs> so she would say things like, well, there's, you know, there's a less than 1% chance of something, some side effect happening. 
And I'm like, less than 1%. It needs to be five times that big. <laughs> and she would continue reading <laughs> stoically <laughs> through my nonsense. Like, so there is a chance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying to think. There was one that I was particularly proud of that she completely blanked. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It'll come to yeah, me during yeah, the podcast. Okay. But anyway, so, so hope you're doing okay in there, Donna, on your own. And on Friday, I'm looking forward to being there when they cut you open. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Back to the newborn yeah, days, there's, Mark. There's nothing more entertaining me than watching a good C-section on a Friday afternoon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Facebook live feed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to opt yeah. out of watching that. Yeah, yeah. Just... Uh, yeah, don't don't forget to drop don't drop that rugby ball. <laughs> Makes a bit of a squinch. Jeez, <laughs> oh, Mike. I'm actually I'm actually looking forward to having a look the far side of the curtain and see what the deal is like. Don't do it. To. Don't do it. Mm. I'm going. Of course, I'm going to do it. No, don't do oh, it. Of course, yeah, I am. Speaking of things that can't be unseen. <laughs> yeah, I don't did. do it, dude. No, I'm definitely going to do it. I can't wait. Yeah. Um, Steve, the way you, you sound like you've been scared. Yeah, yeah, for life. Have you ever seen an alien brain? <laughs> Still pulsing. Yeah, no. Yeah, don't do it. Carl <laughs> didn't look Sh- when I had my section. I was just going to ask. I couldn't remember if you were sunroof or through the eye of the needle. Uh, sunroof. <laughs> yeah, after a very, very difficult two days, and then every other attempt at birth um, under the sun, it ended up in a C-section. And uh, yeah, Kahl and I had agreed ahead of time that no matter what the method was of uh, getting that child out of me, he would not be looking below my chin. <laughs> oh, we should take another advice. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> why, why do you say that, though? Do you not want to know how it works? Like? No, you're you're no. the man who wants to know how things work. Like. No, you're always trying to fix stuff. And no, now you've seen the inside. Do you no. have a better idea how to fix her? <laughs> Look, <laughs> Look, you know how it works. You just don't need to see it unless you have to, have to. I didn't have to. The first time you fixed a toaster, you're not telling me that you had to take it apart first. Uh, yeah, but I wasn't the person taking it apart, you see. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so yeah. if they give you the scalpel, it would be different. Yeah, it would be way different. I'd be more yeah. prepped rather than, yeah. what's going on? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I just vision of you lackadaisically <laughs> prancing your way into the living room. I was like, well, well, I can't wait nothing. to see what? my baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are you hiding behind? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so that's what the curtain's for. Yeah, yeah. It's a bloodbath. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, catch him, catch him. <laughs> <laughs> oh geez fair play Steve mm-hmm. I didn't even have the I saw reflections of the surgery kind of mm-hmm. in some of the machines over my head and even that was enough to put me off I was oh, like yeah. no look away yeah yeah. oh you were seeking it out were you no I wasn't I, was, I had um between the but epidural you have your eyes closed the morphine <laughs> and all these other drugs mm-hmm. I actually couldn't move the but because I was vomiting constantly I kept choking <laughs> on my vomit so I needed to keep my eyes open to uh, tell the nurse when she needed to um, give you more heroin not let me die yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) so yeah eye contact was vital during my section so i just had to keep seeing stuff and you Uh just only see like a vague notion of like blood and guts and you're like no i'm good (laughs) well it's not just the blood and guts it's the what do you call it like you have this emerging from the blood and guts you have this uh, (laughs) just bring a book next you have this theoretical (laughs) notion that the afterbirth is the same weight as the child but <laughs> until you see it it's not real <laughs> and this is oh, the a, best it's, a, it's tough, to eat, tough to eat like <laughs> the best it is a big meal on movie yeah, podcast yeah, yeah I, know. Well, I suppose if you if you dice it and freeze some yeah, you can you know save it for Christmas or whatever I've heard you could dry it freeze dry it and then powder it oh, Jesus I'm sure you can yeah, no, don't, people don't do cattle that. eat it all the time and dogs I, and whatever I don't know 
No. I did see your this week, though. Did you? Yeah. Was it any good? That's <laughs> nice segue. That, yeah. Oh, no, no, sure. no. It was Grey's Lobotomy, I think. Yeah. Which one Which one is still going? One of them's Grey's dead. Anatomy. Oh, Grey's Anatomy. I, I, can't, I can't remember, Steve, because you get the name so yeah. fucking wrong of every show that you talk about that you don't like yeah, yourself. That's the one, yeah. Oh, yeah. How do you know if Steve likes the show? He gets the name right. <laughs> <laughs> and then you've never, you've never ta- called it like top fear. Jeez, <laughs> 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 the handbags are out tonight, huh? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean by the handbags are out you tonight? Know, oh, did you never do that? Oh, oh Steve just on. dropped a clanger there. No. <laughs> he has pretty much needs, stepped on the dirty washing. Yeah. Is that right, Shona? this woman needs <laughs> is context. It's going it's to be a long evening, folks. <laughs> Hold on. I just need to go get some curl- pearls that I can clutch. <laughs> there you go. I'm sure, I'm sure you have a pair of bees somewhere you can lay a hand to. Oh, so you're referencing comedy that's making sense. I'm referencing humor. comedy that makes humor uh, with someone with a handbag. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you, what are you saying? Are you being sexist? Are you saying that men can't have handbags? <laughs> <laughs> yes, take a step back there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I retreat. Uh, I retreat. <laughs> I had a friend of mine lived in France for a long time, and one he used to visit every year, or whatever. And one year he came back with a man bag. Oh yeah. I was shocked. Popular in France. <laughs> really? Did he have a laptop in it? I've, I've never. I've never thought of in the same way since you know, oh really it's just been totally emasculated in my eyes well did he, did he t- out of the bag did he take pictures of his boyfriend uh, no I, I I think he just used it for keeping I don't know, personal hygiene equipment or something oh it was a bum bag huh? or a fanny pack I don't know, it was kind of a leather yeah yeah fanny pack thing no. every new word you use makes it sound worse yeah <laughs> I know <laughs> um, yeah so well good luck to you Mark and good luck yes. to Donna Thanks very much. Personally, I don't think I need luck. Mm. I think it's all in the preparation. (laughs) (laughs) So my preparation was driving back from the hospital tonight with GPS off. (laughs) (laughs) So now I'm I'm confident that I know how to get back there. (laughs) That's the key because I can just imagine myself driving around going, Hello! Hello! Meanwhile, meanwhile, Donna's having an argument with some consultant going, he'll be, he said he'd be here. He'd be two more minutes. Two more minutes. <laughs> Can you imagine You're the doom that would fall on you? That's a good link, actually, into uh, the first of the TV that we watched this week, which was Powerless. Ah, Powerless. Yeah. Have you seen that, Steve? A bit of it, yeah. All right, yeah. Remind yeah. us. Yeah. Uh, so Powerless is a show set in the DC superhero universe. So for the non-comic book geeks, DC is Superman, Batman, Flash, those people, not Spider-Man and the Avengers. And it is based around a bunch of people who are trying to invent things to help the powerless survive in a superhero-filled world. Hmm. It's a comedy. Uh, I don't know the technical term for it. It has many cameras. So is that a multicam sitcom? I don't know. Sean could tell us if he was here. Mm. But uh, yeah, so I, uh, should I go straight into a review? Yeah, I don't yeah. know when the scene this. Tell us. Give her. Yeah, poor enough. I didn't watch enough of it to, to, to it's, comment. It's poor, yeah. it's poor enough. Like, That's I like the premise. I didn't watch enough of it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do like the premise because there's yeah. such scope for Batman and Superman jokes and they do tend to hit that, hit yeah. those notes quite a bit. Yeah. Like one of their ideas was kryptonite glass to stop Superman from crashing through the building. Right. Um, and they, they, they did a couple of really good jokes in that vein. Mm. 
the inter-character humour wasn't strong enough, I thought, to make it an enjoyable, you know, laugh a minute. Yeah. So I did I did laugh a couple of times at the at the superhero humour. Yeah. But not enough at the actual characters. And it needs to be more about the characters and those jokes thrown in for flavour of the world. Uh, at least from where I was watching it. But uh, I think it, there's an element of taste to it as well. So it's probably worth, if you have an interest in, in what I've just described, do give it a look because it's not bad. Like the actors aren't bad. The writing's not bad. It just did, the jokes didn't land with me apart from the superhero stuff. And maybe I was only laughing just to show my geek credentials. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. Filler. For me, it was filler, yeah. yeah. And I was disappointed because I've been wanting to put this on the list for ages, but it just, the window when it was new passed us by, so I just went ahead and watched it myself. Yeah. So, uh, while you're still on superhero stuff, Iron Fist, did you so, finish the season? How do well, I am on the last episode. I'm three quarters of the way through okay. the last episode. Okay. Where did we come down on Iron Fist? I know that I really liked it. Did anybody else? Yeah. Uh, I watched more. I think I it was remember. general opprobrium. Right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent word use, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Others would have gone for apathy, but not you. <laughs> um, yeah, I got, Steve, to, I got to episode five, I think. Yeah, well... I consider it my Everest now to finish this fucking drivel. Uh-huh. It's so bad. Mm. Like, it, it, I was enjoying it at the start. Why, watch it? why is it your Everest if it's so bad? You you were the one telling me last week if it's it's okay that I don't like Big Little Lies. Just move yeah. on if it's not mm. good. Yeah, but I have a reason for watching this. Like, you don't need to watch Big Little Lies to make sure that you recognize all of the characters in a future ensemble. <laughs> soap opera <laughs> whereas I need to know the full story of Iron Fist so that I understand everything that's happening in Defenders and I can laugh at all the geek jokes right okay so sad so I have no choice but to watch this rubbish right and I don't know when I admitted to myself that it was rubbish but it, it took a lot longer than when I was watching The Phantom Menace back in the day is it uh, like on a Mac- MacGyver level of badness no, it wouldn't be that bad. No, not at all. No. Not at all. It's more, um, it's more like Arrow. But okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, see, Arrow has good and bad seasons. Uh, there, there isn't really a good comparative in just that it doesn't hit hard enough, which I guess is yeah. pun, pun unintended, right? Yeah. But it, the emotional context for me isn't there. Maybe that's a problem. And Danny Rand is just a bit wishy-washy. He is a bit, isn't he? Yeah, and like there's a there's a storyline in the I guess the middle act, and I just went, oh my god, this is so stupid. And I think maybe because Danny Rand is a superhero out of his time, like he was written at a time when everyone thought kung fu was amazing, and that's long past. And I think it's suffering more and more as the season went on from that. Yeah. So, God, I don't know, but like. Also, Faramir, you know Faramir, the dad in it, from yeah. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Okay. I've, I have a real problem with him as the villain. Like, so. he's just, I just, he he's good at being bad in that I dislike him. Yeah. But I dislike him as in he annoys me, and I wish he wasn't there. Okay. Oh, okay. And the way he say he says his son's name, Ward, Ward. Yeah, yeah. I wish he'd never say that word again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And he says joy as well in a very particular way. Yeah, yeah. A word, decide what you want to do, or it'll be just me and joy. 
<laughs> you know, I go, right. God, I hate you. Yeah. yeah. But um, so no, uh, it's it's a miss for me anyway. Like compared with the epicness of Luke Cage that preceded it mm. and the other shows. Yeah. Like this is about half as good as Luke Cage. Yeah. Like not even a rap now for Method Man could save it at this point. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so it started out thriller. And I have to watch it all, so it stays thriller. But man, does it feel like filler? And if it was half as good as Luke Cage, Steve would love it. <laughs> <laughs> and listeners, don't forget, um, we want to hear what your thoughts are on it uh, via Twitter. Get us at Is It a Bicycle? And we'll enter you into our big prize this week. We have a prize? Yeah, we've got a prize. It's are we giving Mark's baby away? No. <laughs> it's uh, an imaginary trip for two to Universal Studios. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Imagination land. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So uh, just uh, you send it in. We'll put you, you, your names in a hat. And uh, next week, uh, Sean will draw one out. Great. <laughs> and yeah. you get to use your imagination to go to Disneyland yep. if you win. Yep. Wow. Yeah. That'd be the best prize ever. I know. I know. I know. We yeah. just... Can't can't stop just the greatness of this yeah. podcast. <laughs> you can tell our um, budget's really gone up. This I know. Year. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so who saw um, Occupied? Oh, that was me. Oh yeah. This is a Norwegian show. Uh, I think it came out in 2015 okay. in Norway, but it, it it only hit kind of yeah English speaking screens mm-hmm. late last year. Mm-hmm. And this is a ten part show about. Um, uh, Norway has elected a Green Party government, uh, environmentalists, and their first thing on the list is to shut down Norwegian oil production. Okay. And they're living in a world where the US has kind of withdrawn into itself. It doesn't really care about NATO or anything like that. In a world. And yeah. um, the EU mm-hmm. are not best pleased when Norway shuts down the oil. Yeah. So they do a little deal uh, oh, yeah. behind Norway's back with the Russians. And basically the Russians move in yeah. to make sure that the oil starts Keeps flowing. flowing. Again. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Mm. Um, so in the beginning, it's quite a lot like Borgen. Do you remember that yep. show? Yeah, uh, uh, Political kind of mm-hmm. thing. Uh, Skulldugger. Political Scandi drama. Yeah. <laughs> and then it kind of shifts over into action adventure stuff as the occupation becomes more and more of an iron fist rather than a, uh, a technical assistance mission. Right. Um, so yeah, it's, it's very entertaining. Um, like I watched one or two and then they have a little hook every every episode. Enough to like, get you to watch the next one anyways, is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And the, the cast are generally very good. Um, you know, I didn't recognize any of them. They, yeah, yeah. They, they carry it very well. There wasn't any, you know, really annoying character that you just can't bear watching. Um, How many episodes you? I finished the whole lot. No way. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. My my only gripe would be the season finale, in that they didn't finish the story. Oh. Uh, they were obviously assuming they'd get a season two out of it. And did oh, they? No. I don't know. I haven't checked. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I just got yeah. to the end. I was like. You fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, well enjoyable. It's it's available on catch-up. Um, hmm. If you have nothing better for doing, need some Scandic in your life. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of which, uh, girls. Yeah. The, the, you've got some good news in regards to girls. 
It's the, the last, last ever episode. The last ever episode. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Tell it, us. It is now. How did that go? Done. Brilliant. Um, it's a show that, for like, for the last couple of years, I've been kind of half-heartedly watching. Yeah. They've been, hard, it, they've been half-heartedly produced. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it just yeah. fate that you started yawning as soon as you spoke about <laughs> girls? <laughs> and I've heard of other people saying that they were hate-watching it, you know, and it kind of almost got to that point for me. Um, but I kept up with it just because, you know, you'd have slow TV days and you're like, yeah, what will I watch? There's got to be something. You're like, oh, oh God, that I've never had a girl. day that slow. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this season was interesting. I think they were kind of trying to move things along. There was some debate about whether or not people found that it was kind of genuine of the characters or not. <clears throat> but I think in particular, speaking in general terms of the, the series finale, it was interesting the way that they structured it because the um, penult- penultimate episode was more like your traditional series finale um, and the episode is titled Goodbye Tour. So that was really the episode where you're kind of checking in with all the characters and seeing how, you know, where they end up kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then the actual final episode <clears throat> just focuses on Hannah and her baby, which we start the season by finding out that, you know, she's pregnant and she's deciding to keep it. So they say... Spoiler. Save- oh, no. It's a spoiler, I think, if it was just like the last episode but like it was the last season was her being pregnant so uh you know for people who you care, justify your spoilerism however you want <laughs> shame <Fine>. on you <laughs> um so that final episode is really just kind of focusing on how hannah is handling being a mother and like what friends have stuck around for her her lifestyle change um so you know there's some friends of mine i've spoken to who loved the episode i thought it was fine it didn't really read to me like a series finale but you know, sometimes when shows come to an end and they almost try too hard to be like, this is the end. Right. This didn't have that at all. It was almost kind of like finishing finishing a paper mid-sentence or something. But you're just like, right. oh, okay. Oh, how cool. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's the kind of artsy thing maybe Lena oh, Dunham cool. would yeah, do. Yeah. Um, but overall, I have to say, the last season finished stronger than it had in recent seasons. Um I think the way that they ended up with the characters and their relationships to each other is definitely um, genuine. Like, it felt true to the characters and it felt true to the storyline. There was never kind of any mythical, magical, you know, friendship. It was always real life that got in the way and that drove the storyline. So overall, I would say it was a stronger finish than it had recently. But yeah. Was Adam Driver still in Adam Driver was, yeah, he showed up, I think. Wow. Well, I, I couldn't say when his last episode was. but The son of Kylo Ren? The son of Kylo <laughs> yeah. Ren. Yeah. And you know, it's funny, like I found in the last few seasons, whenever he's in an episode of Girls, I find him so much more tolerable now than he used to be in the beginning of Girls. And now I did you know like, his greatness? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I actually feel like his acting has gotten much stronger since he's taken on these other roles. I think he's actually... He's grown. He has. I think mm. he's actually grown as an actor, that mm. he's not kind of... He was so annoying in the in the first few seasons. His character was just like over the top and just oh, I just he drove me insane watching him. But I think he learned how to be a bit more nuanced and have all that complexity, but not always having to be so um, extroverted about that complexity. He was kind of learning, I think, how to layer his emotions and his character. So he was, yeah, much more enjoyable at the end. One of the characters I enjoyed watching on screen. That's like, it's actually one of probably the most disappointing moment in the entire canon of Star Wars movies was <laughs> was when 
he took off that badass helmet and there's Adam Driver underneath <laughs> it. Oh, jeez. Looking like a dweeb, a Sith yeah. Lord dweeb. Yeah. <laughs> I think he, I think he redeemed himself then. Sith Lord. Hmm? What did you say? I think he made a good Sith yeah, Lord. Yeah, me too. Yeah, what? yeah, I think he redeemed himself. Yeah. What? what? Compared yeah. to Darth Maul. Is that Come the, on. Is that your man with the clown face? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like Krusty the Clown. Come on. Okay, okay. Just because, because you clown said the clown face, I said he looks like Krusty the Clown. Doesn't make it true. <laughs> he doesn't look anything like Krusty the Clown. He looks and like he doesn't have a clown face. He's the most the intimidating world. face ever. It's brilliant. Mm. Yeah. I think what makes Adam Driver a good Sith Lord is the fact that he's maybe a relatable anti-hero. Mm. You know, he's a guy that's just like, you know, he's just like, listen, I feel it too. And he seems human and relatable, but then he's also mm. the baddie. So you're like, yeah, it's a pretty good Sith Lord. But he kind of has yeah. to be considering who he is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no spoilers. No, but I mean, no, hashtag no spoilers. <laughs> Let's face it. If Darth Maul walked into the room, I would shit myself. If fucking Adam Driver walked into the room, I'd probably start laughing at him. <laughs> you call yourself a Sith Lord. You'd probably shit yourself if Krusty the Clown walked in too, dude. <laughs> I, I do have a thing about clowns. <laughs> I know, yeah. there you go. I was really worried. Do you remember that series of clowns with axes that was happening oh, yeah, yeah. before Christmas? Yeah. yeah. That was that was not cool. Did you ever see It? Or not, was it It? Uh, I read it. I yeah. didn't watch it. You know, there's a new one going in. Yeah, I've heard it's yeah. terrifying. Really? I've heard, like, don't watch the trailer, it's terrifying. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. For someone like me who just gets so scared so easily, I have read online reviews of people being like, don't watch it, it's really scary. It was scary when it first came out. Yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of... It's about, like, a crazy dog, isn't it? I'm interested to see what the, the new one's like. Yeah. I'm not gonna watch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Moana... Yeah, I saw Moana. Yeah. So I don't like animated films, right? Yeah. It's kind of like one of my preferences. Well, they don't like you either. <laughs> <laughs> but there are films that my husband loves, and I don't know, I was not feeling so great, I think, last Friday or something like that. Kid was finally asleep, so we were like, let's watch something. And we decided, like, yeah, let's just rent Moana. And it was so good. I've seen this. Did you like it? Yeah. I thought it was... Yeah, uh, no, no, it, it's not the... Let me let me just qualify that like it's it's good but yeah. for one of those for one of those movies but i've seen yeah. better you know like it I, has I, the rock though like this the, the, the <laughs> despicables are way better yeah you know um wanna see that whole thing tr- searching for your man's thing it's just like yeah we'll see okay i think there are some logical issues with the storyline the internal logic that the film has painted doesn't hold no, up no because they seem to sit and oh, i couldn't go into it without spoilers yeah. but th- there's but some, you have to give allowances there are some basic that, tenets that know. the film is based on that seem to get thrown out the window when it comes to the actual yes climates. yes yes exactly <laughs> so i mean there was stuff like that but i think what i did enjoy about the film no but it's fun it's fun it and, was, and, i mean and, the addition light. of the rock and yeah. stuff certainly made it the kind of that's the funny bit but then there was also some beautiful sentimentality. I mean, there was a scene where um, Moana's on the boat and she's singing the big single from Moana, you know, How Far Will I Go or whatever that song is. Mm-hmm. She's sailing away and her grandma... <laughs> what? <laughs> her grandma um, had told her to go do this and her grandma is dying. So from the boat, you see the light in the house where her grandma was go out and then the whole island goes dark and then you see this um, beautiful animated rayfish mm. um, come into the water and start soaring under the water under her boat that like because the grandma had always said that when she died she wanted to be a, a rayfish yeah. and it was so beautiful the way it was drawn it actually reminded me of uh, you know Life of Pi when they had that yeah. beautiful ocean scene yeah. um, 
it just had me in a flood of tears. Oh, really? It was a really, like, the imagery um, and the song and uh, all of it just came together. And I thought it was a really, really beautiful moment uh, in an animated mm, film. Who knew? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm. But, um, so mark yeah, it. Give us a mark. I would give it a good 7 out of 10. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it's more on the six scale for me, I think. But it's good. I think it's that's good. fair. Yeah, I think yeah, between yeah. a six and a seven would be yeah, a yeah, fair, yeah. fair mark. But we don't allow half marks on this podcast. No, <laughs> right, <Sean. laughs> For fear of upsetting you, Mark, I <laughs> You came very, very close to it. <laughs> so, for fear of being irrelevant, yeah. we don't allow fraction marks. <laughs> so while we're on the topic of uh, such movies, uh, let's talk about the first our, our, our movie this week. Sorry, it's not the first, it's the first and only. Uh, Beauty and the Beasts. Mark, what could this be about? Um, well, this is Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> so what did you think? <laughs> um, it is an almost frame-by-frame recreation in film of the original Beauty and the Beast cartoon. Frame-by-frame? Re- frame, is that is that close? Almost, yeah. Almost. Oh, wow. Um, well, you say, oh, wow, we need to discuss the thing in this podcast, whether that is a good thing or not. Mm-hmm. Now... I only know that because Donna told me. I've never watched the cartoon start to finish. Wow. Um, now, I know a lot of the music from it because it's a bit ubiquitous, which is why I didn't bother synopsizing this movie. I don't think it's necessary, right? Everyone knows the story of Beauty and the Beast. Um, I thought the performances were really strong. I thought that despite it is a children's tale, I thought that the, the emotion was really well done in it. And, Did you uh, find that the tale was as old as time, though? Have you have you seen this? No. <laughs> and the um, the music was great. Like the thing that I love about musicals, right? Is you know that moment when they're about to start singing, <laughs> <laughs> or when they're about to hit like uh, the hook. It's like the, when I try and describe the difference between musical music to pop music to anyone is like the good thing in pop music is the hook right and you hear it you hear it every two minutes yeah Mm -hmm. you must so they can sell singles or whatever they do nowadays but in a musical typically you know the line that you want to hear but you might only hear it once or twice Mm -hmm. and there's an awful lot of build up so like musical music is like really good foreplay Whereas pop music is very little foreplay, kind of trashy sex. Right. So it was that moment, that post-coital moment in the... Uh, Beauty and the Beast, I have to say. <laughs> Sorry, I said post, I meant pre. It's that pre-coital moment. The, the, the little death of the musical was, was there in spades. It was really, really good. Um, and I thought that the first big number, I can't remember the, the name of the track off the top of my head now, uh, it's the one about Bell anyway it was just such a great chorus number it was, it was brilliant um, there must be more to this provincial life that's yeah that's the one yeah that's the one um, what's that track called I don't know provincial life let's call it <laughs> must be more yeah, yeah I guess it, it, it doesn't matter right? it, it doesn't really matter there but uh, no it was just the music was all so good it was just I really really enjoyed it like I found it emotionally affecting I thought the, it was very well cast Bar one glaring omission, um, and I'll see if, what you guys think about it before I bring it up. But uh, yeah, I think it was, it was really, really good. I'm, I was really glad I got to see it. 
I'm really glad that you got to see this too, Mark. Mm. And if there was ever an opinion that I would want to hear contrasting what you thought, mm. I would go to our local, good-natured, much-loved, scurred old man. <laughs> but then I thought, no, there's no way he'd watch Beauty and the Beast. I mean, there's, there's no way in a million years he'd watch Beauty and the Beast. So am I going to have to watch it? I don't have time to watch it. So what are we going to do? So what happened? I watched it. <laughs> Say it again, Mike, loud and proud. <laughs> I... <laughs> I've watched it. <laughs> I think that song is just called Bell. Is it? <laughs> yeah. So, Mike, what did you think of it? Um, I'm still kind of traumatized with the whole musical aspect. Um, I absolutely detest musical music. Um, and this is absolutely classic musical music. <laughs> um, Say it's probably the finest of its kind, um, and you know I still don't like to talk about it because I, I haven't slept for days. <laughs> so yeah, I I'm we- I went on the record of just not liking musical music. Um, <laughs> I can't say I'm surprised. Yeah, but as musical music goes, do you think that there's something there that wasn't there before? <laughs> <laughs> um, it was it, to my uneducated ear quite well sung I think and they got most of the words right <laughs> <laughs> said like like a true X Factor George Mike yeah <laughs> um, the acting I thought was generally good um, with the notable exception of uh, Miss Watson um, oh really she has all the charisma of you know something uncharismatic <laughs> <laughs> good analogy Mike good okay. analogy yeah. and uh you know, she she really dragged on the movie. It's just she kind of sucked the life out of scenes that she was in. I thought, um, which was a shame because other characters like uh, what's the main bad guy? Is it Gaston? Gaston. Yeah. 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 Oh, he's so good. He was brilliant. Um, I love that song too, the Gaston song. Mm-hmm. No one yeah. fights like Gaston. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so that was so capery, Steve. You would have loved it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it was brilliant. Yeah, and. Um, the Beast himself, uh, I, I thought was very well done. Um, he actually looked like a real thing. You know, in the cartoon, he looks cartoony. Yeah. In this, <laughs> it, was, it was a bit, uh, it was like, uh, did you guys see Kong recently? Yeah. Yeah. With the, you know, the way CGI is advanced. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's yeah. very realistic. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, and, uh, you know, even he, at one point he gets injured and you can see the wounds in the in the flesh as if it were a real person that's oh, been right. wounded. Oh, it wow. was it was very good. Um I thought they handled the growing relationship between them very well. Um, yeah see I want to hear about this because the idea that a woman who's held prisoner by an animal of another species mm-hmm. would fall in love with her captor mm-hmm. and effectively act out Stockholm Syndrome mm-hmm. seemed ridiculous when it was a cartoon, but at least mm-hmm. you're a bit removed from reality there. Mm-hmm. My big issue with if I were to see this in the live action version, mm-hmm. that all of a sudden that Stockholm Syndrome and interbestiality mm-hmm. would just become like show enders for me. I'd be like, no, nah, I'm out. 
Wait, I think you. I think you need to step back from this like, a little bit. Yeah. What are we teaching our children? Yeah. <laughs> well, no one yeah. think of the children. Yeah, I think like some animals are very attractive. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mike. One of us had to say it. <laughs> um, yeah, but what can he deadlift? This piece of guy. Jesus, I'd say he'd have a good stab at it. Quite, quite a bit, I would say. Yeah. 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 Um, I think. The, the Stockholm syndrome is is not a great description, really. Um, I mean, on the surface, you'd think, oh yeah, she's a prisoner, blah blah blah, but she's not a prisoner for very long, and it's not right. really emphasized very heavily the the prison aspect. Ah, uh, it was only mild kidnapping, was it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, very quickly in the movie, it moves to a situation where she's there of her own volition. Yeah, and she's kind of the boss of a lot of stuff very quickly as well. Yeah. So, nice you know, split. if you're keeping yeah. somebody prisoner, that's not a great strategy to let them be in charge, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, exactly. that sounds like it's a bit of a deviation from the cartoon. I couldn't tell you. I, I well, I couldn't tell you either, but but Donna said it was quite faithful in the recreation. Mm-hmm. Maybe, the, um, maybe you, you know, blew this up in your own little mind from the cartoon <laughs> as a child. <laughs> It just weirds me out. <laughs> well, back back then you were probably searching for a cause. You hadn't yet found feminism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you thought you watched Beauty and the Beast and went, is this it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was probably sitting there thinking, I know this annoys me, but I don't have a conceptual framework yet to express my hate. But no, but because we were kids, like when that came out, so you're probably thinking, I am going to rescue all of the princesses that are being held captive by beasts. <laughs> Even if they are in love. <laughs> no, I just always found the concept of falling in love with someone, like a big, huge, hairy person who's a different species than you just weird. Is the message not. Beauty is only skin deep, though. Is the message not look beyond his physical form? Have you ever fallen in love with something from another species before? But he's not another species, though. He's a man that fell foul of a witch. But she doesn't know that. She falls in love with a beast. She doesn't know he's a prince. She looks beyond the exterior. She's not too the underneath. (laughs) So she does the opposite of uh, objectifying him. Essentially, (laughs) she does what you wish we would do with girls on TV. And for some reason, when we don't do it, it's wrong. And when he she does do it, it's wrong. You need to pick a side, Shona. I don't. I don't think my logic here is incongruous. I think Uh it's fair to stick to one species when you're talking sexual and romantic. He's a man, though. Mike just but wants to Mariana Trench them all. I think you're being really unfair there. You know, oh, th- fuck you, Mike. Come on. I expected you of all people to be on my <laughs> side. This, this whole thing came up in the marriage referendum, you know, where, you know, people oh, said, Oh, Mike, please don't. Um, this is going to be a head in the hands moment. You I know, can pe- tell. People are saying, do it, Mike, it's do it. fine to marry, you know, somebody of the same sex. But if you want to marry somebody from different species, it's a problem. You know. I just thought that was illogical, and um, you know nobody agreed with me. It's discriminatory, <laughs> discriminatory on a high level. You know, I think the capacity to give consent is probably an issue there, Mike. But listen, uh, but, you, but you <laughs> see the whole podcast. the whole argument about that referendum was uh, equality for everybody. No, no, it was about <laughs> separating sex from the legal union. 
Okay, that's next week's podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I know. You'd and, like and to go, he's he's going to get her put to put her head in her hands, and yeah. I've got the camera ready. <laughs> <laughs> when you make that separation whereby sex is irrelevant to the relationship or the, the legal relationship, then why So what Mike is be? referring to is the gender as opposed to the well-known fact that sex ends after marriage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So when you separate the gender, not yeah. from the lack of sex. Yeah. So I'm simply saying that your views on bestiality reflect your lack of progressiveness. In, in terms <laughs> My of lack of what? Progressiveness. In, in terms of your liberal values. You, you just need to work on it a bit. Yeah, Sean is not liberal enough. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. Gotta go more left. Yeah, you're just, you're just too conservative. <laughs> I never took you as a conservative to Sean. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised. She's so establishment. Wow. <laughs> sometimes. Wow. Now you see my true <laughs> I've definitely started yeah. a singing podcast. I think I should, I should make reference again to the Buffy episode where the dancing demon appeared. <laughs> and like his magical power was he made everyone sing and dance so it gave Joss Whedon an excuse to write a musical episode <laughs> if you haven't seen it it's called Once More is Feeling season 7 episode 13 I believe and it is brilliant I watch it at least once a month it's please, great please, please don't suggest we do the same <laughs> <laughs> no, I, th- I think he should it was great like, it, was, it was when I realised that I loved musicals I watched, oh my god I love this why don't they sing all the time <laughs> Okay. And then, of course, if you if you if you fell under the demon spell, Sweet was the demon's name, and he was a class tap dancer. He was so cool and a great singer. But if you fell under his spell, you would dance too much and you would catch fire. And I think that's nearly happened to me some nights when I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> that's because you're driving 88 miles an hour in a DeLorean. But getting back to the movie, yes, um, yeah, we should probably. Yeah, at some point. The, I, I thought the. The, the contrast between Gaston as the uh, handsome bad guy and the beast as the ugly good guy was very well done. You know, they. Uh, Shona wouldn't agree though, Mike. She doesn't believe the beauty skin deep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she thinks it goes all the way to your DNA. Isn't that right, Shona? <laughs> That's right, Mark. We little Trump supporter there. Yeah. <laughs> She's got a t-shirt. It's just under the Gansey. <laughs> she takes it out at night. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Oh, oh, of course, I, I didn't mention the, the cinematography. It's, it's, it's brilliantly made. You know, it's just a joy to watch visually um, you just called Beauty and the Beast a joy to watch mm, visually Mike, you are it's a great film you know, I just didn't expect this I'm trying to be I'm trying to be objective in my judgment what here. he's saying is it's great to watch him on mute yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's not true um, so yeah Mike I mean, loved the music he's just fighting against it he's railing against it <laughs> uh, I seem to remember uh, you offering me some advice about Justin Timberlake several years back because there was there was some. He's an artist. He is an artist. There was some catchy tune came out, and I, I think I texted you saying, "God, I can't believe I liked one of his songs." And you said, "Turn it off. It's too late for me." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh God, I remember those days. Yeah. Still like Justin Timberlake. Yeah. I used to make whole classes of MMA fighters warm up to "Sexy Back." <laughs> <laughs> That's a good song, though. <laughs> it is. Yeah. His shoes are very pointy in that video. Okay, I can't so, some dancer. He is some dancer, like. Yes. So, yeah. Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. Um, 
yeah, it's it's hard to be too hard on it because it it does have a lot of very good qualities. And I'd say if you're somebody like Mark who enjoys musicals, um, it, it's probably wonderful. Uh, yeah, you will love it. I think that's that's very true. Yeah, it's it just happens to not be for me. Um, but as a movie, it's very well done, and with the exception of Emma Watson, it's it's well acted. So you know, I, I don't think she's as bad as you were making out. The one really? cat, glaringly poor casting that I think needs to be mentioned. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was on purpose. Okay. I wasn't sure. The post beast guy. Oh yeah, yeah, that was. Brutal. He's like a five tops. <laughs> oh no! Oh really? really? Yeah, yeah, the, the beast was way beast better looking. Isn't so handsome. Yeah. Um, oh no. I'm I'm pretty sure she looked disappointed when he. <laughs> <laughs> he revealed well, if she didn't, she should have done. <laughs> he was terrible. Like you'd look at him going, he wouldn't get a kick in a stampede. <laughs> Jeez, I'm furiously googling yeah. this now. Yeah. He. he reminded- oh, that's him. Oh my god, is that him? No. No. That no must be a baddie. Oh no. Sidekick. Do you know what's funny, right? Do you know what's funny, right? We've just done something there that doesn't work on radio. But I was listening to, I started listening to Phone Booth Fighting. It's a Frank Mears podcast. Okay. It's quite interesting because Frank Mears is a really leftist center guy. Yeah. But they do that all the time. They go, oh no, look at this, look at this. And then the other guy stops talking and they obviously look at something on their phones. Yeah. And I'm perfectly happy just to wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's, that's life nowadays. Yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, like, yeah. like everyone's constantly showing somebody yeah, something yeah, else on their him. phone. Like, he is, he true. is long, so, long blonde hair. All right. I need oh, to find, what's his face? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. looks like some kind of reject from an 80s German rock group or no, something. No, he looks like a man from Lost. Uh, a little bit Sawyer <laughs> a little bit like no, Sawyer no. from Lost but Sawyer is good looking though yeah he'd be much more effeminate oh, now than, uh, than Sawyer Dan Stevens yeah 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 yeah. Oh, poor old Dan poor sorry Dan. Dan you're only a five according yeah. to the lads <laughs> I want to see a picture of him in costume wait tell me this isn't him he's got he needs, an, he needs an apple through a tennis racket yeah like. that's him <gasps> ew look that's him from the film Oh God! Yeah. Oh, that's so yeah. bad. Yeah, you see what I mean. It was yeah. terrible. Yeah, Mark was being generous that with the wig. pipe. <laughs> oh, jeez, in the oh, no, face. No, I, I, I think I prefer him walking around in the civvies. Oh, yeah, yeah. he's a great old singer, though. I yeah. really liked yeah. his Evermore. Was so it? Good. Was it actually sung by the cast, or did they have voice? So, sung by the cast, yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Wait, hold on. This is the lead guy from Legion. Is it? Yeah. All right. It's the lead actor in yeah. Legion. Yeah. Used to me. It doesn't make any difference, though. Yeah. He's way better looking in real life. There you go. Well, that's unfortunate. Then it was on purpose. Legion. Mm-hmm. That was in real life. Right. So, there were, huh? so, so the message was, right? Sorry, I was lost in his eyes. Okay, so, huh? said. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so I'm not a handsome beast now, yeah. but you like me for my inside, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can we get the beast back? No, dude. When you were the yeah. beast, you at least had something going for you. Thanks for yeah. calling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going home now. <laughs> and you can't stop me. <laughs> so he's a good singer, is he? Apparently so. I liked, I liked his Evermore. I've been singing it nonstop since. Which one is Evermore? Uh, it's the one with the crow in it, no? No, it's, it's, it, the line Evermore isn't the one that you'd recognize. It's, um, oh... Sitting in my lonely tower, staring at an open door. That one. Doesn't ring a bell. Door. Evermore. No. Um, I can't remember the words of it. Mm, but you come to me at some point okay. during this podcast and I burst into song. Much like <laughs> they do in musicals. Shall we discuss the gay controversy that has resulted in this being Was banned? that controversial? It was. It got That the was movie. a really great moment. It got the movie banned in Malaysia. 
and uh, in Malaysia. Yep, <laughs> and it got a higher restriction in Russia. Uh, it's not released as a children's movie in Russia, and what? I believe oh, that's terrible. Conservative. Yeah, certain certain cinemas in the U.S. South as well refuse to uh, carry the movie. Better than Chechnya. Yeah. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> so uh, yeah, is that quite the fairest thing? It's very topical yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the gay part is really, really <coughs> blinking. You miss it. <clears throat> you know, it's. Uh, I heard it was lovely. Oh, beautiful, Steve. Beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. Now, I know she'll never leave me even as she fades from view. That's the hook. Mm-hmm. Do you know the song? Mm-hmm. I know she'll never leave me even as she fades from view. No? Yeah. You don't know it then. But it's, Dan Stevens does a great job. It's really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that, that that wee little gay moment was great. It was... It, that's um, that's Lefou and Gaston, right? No, no, it's 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 different characters. I'm I'm trying not to spoil it, but oh, okay. the, the, it was it was really good though, mm-hmm. because it gave those characters all of a sudden almost like a happy ending, really. <laughs> <laughs> a beastly. That may have come out with a double entendre I hadn't intended. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, does Shona have to Google that too? Actually, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Google the opening. No, no, wait, I'm afraid to. No, never mind. Let me Google happy <laughs> ending <laughs> and see what comes out. <laughs> yeah. So, I didn't uh, realize that generated controversy due to my lack of current affairs knowledge. Yeah, if you ever were to look at a news cycle, <laughs> even once a year, you yeah. might catch up on things, but... Uh, no one cycles up here. It's too hilly. <laughs> well, 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 well. Um... So yeah, I I I thought it was vastly overblown for what was there. You know? They hear it's banned in Alabama. Mm. I I heard on the radio as well that it was vastly overblown. Yeah, it was is that a double entendre? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's also banned in Kuwait. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. well, it would be, I guess. Yeah. You know, well, I suppose it's poisoning the youth. You know, Jesus would not approve. Apparently, mm-hmm. no. Damn it's straight, a Christian-owned cinema mm-hmm. owner. Uh, Did I talk about the artist that was fired from Marvel? Did I talk about that yes, last week? Yes. Oh, did you talk about it or did I read about it? The guy with all the Islamic stuff yeah. in the background. Yeah. The yeah. Islamic Quran hate verses that he snuck into a comic book. Yeah. <laughs> you guys know about that? Steve, did I talk about that in this podcast? So the it. X-Men Blue or X-Men Gold, I, can't, I don't know which one was the comic. It was episode one. And it was about... There was a backdrop of racial and into- uh, religious intolerance to the comic, right? And Kitty Pride, who is Jewish, just as it happens, he pictured her standing in front of a jewelry shop. But most of the rest of jewelry is obscured, so you can mostly just see Jew. Mm-hmm. And then he has, uh, is it 522, Mike, the verse? Yeah, it's, it's some Quranic verse, which oh. is all it, about uh, slaying infidels. And <laughs> oh. Well, it's, it says, don't don't choose uh, Jews or Christians as your leaders because they'll betray you, basically. Don't follow the Christian or the Jew. They can't be trusted. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he had Cyclops wearing a T-shirt with QS 522 on it as well, which is the direct reference. So... Uh, the comic released and Twitter blew up with people tweeting at various people at Marvel going, are you aware that you have anti-Semitic uh, and anti-Christian messaging mm. um, in your comic? Mm. And then the guy released a statement at Everton saying, look, I'm fired now, but 
I, I can only serve Allah, whatever, my career is ruined, but I have to do what I have to do for Allah. Like, so he's obviously, like, I don't know, I'm not too clear on religious views and all that theocracy, but Mike, you can probably tell us, does getting fired for your religion equate to 40 virgins? I'm not sure. Uh, you probably only get two or three for that. I'd say. Jeez, thanks. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there is a and hierarchy. And there'd be the ones that the true martyrs were too tired for, I presume. Yeah, yeah. You're you're probably looking at the B team, in fairness. You know. <laughs> <laughs> the beastly ones, maybe. <laughs> the hairy ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we tied it all back together. Look at that for us, ladies and gentlemen. Stephen Wrigley, put your hands together. God is back on topic from fourteen thousand miles away. <laughs> right. Let's mark this. For we yeah, get in yeah. trouble. Oh, yeah, we're still talking about beating the beast, aren't we? Yeah, yeah we yeah, were, yeah. Theoretically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Quickly. Um, for me, I didn't enjoy it, but objectively, it is a very good movie. I'll give it... Such a liar, Mike. You're such a liar. <laughs> if, it was, if it was my own opinion, I'd give it a five or something, but, you know, it's, it's a good movie. I'll give it a seven. Wow. Oh, okay, wow. Mark. Well, I was right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You, you can't see you didn't enjoy giving it a seven. It's an eight for me, Steve. I really, really enjoyed it. Huh. It was so hard not to burst into song when it was happening. I bet. I totally get that. Yeah, it's, but it is, though. Like, you know when that music just fills your chest and you just want to throw your arms up and sing along with it? Oh, man. I can't wait till it comes out in video. And, uh, like, the, and the, only for, like, you know, Donna's quite far along and she's not really, you know, as mobile as she would have been earlier in her pregnancy. I would have pranced back to my car in some fashion. <laughs> but I, I didn't think that she would be, you know, prancing along with me. So I, I said, well, I'll just you'd, play a coup. You'd have skipped. I'll just play a coup. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you remember, I think I told the story in this podcast where I burst out the front door of my house one time and I was singing uh, Wicked. Um, dancing through life and I had been like I've been cleaning out the fire and stuff and I was going with the ashes to the bin and like (laughs) I can't remember what the exact line was but it was one of the big ones so I literally just burst out the door (laughs) singing at full volume of course nobody else could hear the music in my earphones (laughs) and then just carried on in so yeah I was kind of that's that's the place that Beauty and the Beast had me at I think nice cool um Cool. Uh, next, first of our TV, Brockmire. Don't tell us about Brockmire. Anyone? No. Okay, I will. I can't. Yeah, go. Are <laughs> oh, you going to read IMDb? Uh, no. Steve is real good at. Go reading. for Steve. Go for Steve. Brockmire's half-hour comedy. Uh, initially, it, it was created years ago as a sketch on Funny or Die on their website, and uh, so now it has become a, uh, like I say, half-hour comedy. Uh, it stars Hank Azaria. For a, better known for Simpsons fame as uh, voices of many characters and Amanda Peet and uh, Hank's character uh, was it Jim Brockmire? Uh, yes, yeah. Jim Brockmire he's a bit of a meltdown while uh, commentating um, on a baseball game due to his uh, wife's serial infidelity and his, with his reputation in tatters uh, he moves abroad and then Many years later, he comes back and uh, is given uh, what? <coughs> Many years later, he's given uh, given a, a job in a small baseball team in a small, I don't know, town somewhere. So that's pretty much what it's about. <coughs> Are you laughing due to the content oh, of the serial f- infidelity? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> 
<laughs> Mike is bursting here. <laughs> I, I had tears running down my cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> tears running down your cheeks watching the show or yeah, listening yeah. to Steve's synopsis? <laughs> no, no, no. The, the, Both, the, the speech in the show. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Just one thing before we jump into review of it. Yeah. I was struggling to figure out what I knew Hank Azaria from. Mm. And Don eventually figured it out. He is the Russian scientist Phoebe's boyfriend from Friends. He's also he's got lots of like TV and movie roles. But the one that matters is the one oh. I just mentioned. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he was in Friends, and then he's only in like three episodes. But the following day, we're watching Friends, and who appeared only Hank's area. No way. No. Yeah, yeah, it was hilarious. Sorry. Anyway, Mike, you were telling people how funny you found it. Oh yeah, yeah. It- this is... It came out of nowhere. Like, yeah, I, I you hadn't know, that was the, heard anything about this. Yeah, I, no, uh, just this, this speech, I mean. Yeah. Because it started <laughs> off like a sort of, yeah, okay, let's go. Okay, it's a baseball commentator, comedy. Yeah, okay, uh, let's see uh, how this goes. And then he launches yeah. into that tirade. Yeah, but the brilliance of it was he had the baseball commentator roll down pat. Oh, doesn't he? He has the he, voice. He has know, the it, voice, yeah. the intonation, the, the lingo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's exactly like your classic yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, baseball uh, commentator. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know the way, like, because the game is so long, they always have to fill the time yeah. mm-hmm. with anecdotes and statistics yeah, yeah. and anything because yeah. there's yeah. nothing happening on the field. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he, he just captured that brilliantly. I'd yeah. say, I say he probably grew up watching baseball and it's just in his, it's in his psyche at this yeah, stage. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, I'd say he didn't have to script hardly any of this show. Um, did you see this? No. No, you'd have loved this. Sounds good. No, very, very, very funny. Uh, like, out of the blue funny, you know. Mm. Like, I really, really, really didn't you expect it. You can't bait a good comedy now. Can't bait. Couldn't bait it with a stick. Couldn't bait it with a baseball bat. <laughs> uh, but uh, Amanda, Amanda Peets, uh, she's a small enough role uh, anyway in the first. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. She, she's fine. She doesn't have, mm-hmm. as Mark would say, wouldn't have much for doing. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, um, but she manages to not be irritating. So it's, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I love when girls do that. <laughs> <laughs> there was one character in it that was a little weak, which was uh, her uh, sidekick. Uh, oh, the technical. Yeah, dude. yeah. I just found he was I, a little bit. I kind of liked him, to be honest. Yeah, you know, you know, yeah. especially uh, there was one moment where he was, he, you know, Hank is brought or Jim should I say Jim is uh, shown he's, he has he doesn't know what the internet is because he's been living in the Philippines since the, <laughs> the yeah. outburst so he's been shown his his uh, YouTube uh, mm-hmm. sort of thing of his press mm-hmm. conference afterwards where he continues yeah. his tirade mm-hmm. and you can see it's got 52 million hits yeah. <laughs> and that his name is now uh, like a verb yeah. For Brockmiring <laughs> stuff, you know, <laughs> and so is his wife's Keeping name yeah. <laughs> yeah. for Lucying it. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, uh, but then the the guy who's showing him it just keeps mm-hmm. laughing at it mm-hmm. and laughing at it, and it was just like, okay, okay, there's enough. And then when he walks away, he's still laughing at it. You're sort of going, yeah. yeah. If they'd left that bit just mm-hmm. a little bit out, that little bit out, yeah. you know, D- that didn't bother me. To be honest, I, I think yeah. it's more that was more editing. Yeah. I think right there. Yeah, yeah, you know. And there's a scene later on. Uh, where they're both on a baseball pitch. Yeah. And something happens in that that just surprised me. And I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. It kind of warmed me to the character there. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah. For yeah. sure. For sure. But uh, mm. it was just that bit there that it just yeah, mm. didn't need us. Yeah, didn't yeah. need us. Maybe, yeah, maybe I'm wrong blaming him, you know. Yeah. Letter to the editor, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, But overall, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And it's yeah. better. It's short, but it's better for it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, you couldn't make an hour out of that. No. Uh, um, it's very much so like uh, Kenny Powers. It is. You know, yeah, yeah. you couldn't have an hour long Kenny Powers. It'd just get boring. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Unless you're Steve. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen this, Shona? No, but I'm being... Oh, such a pity. Speech, I know. And you know, I think it would have been a good antidote to the other TV we were watching this week. Mm. Our <laughs> girls. Or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, I, I missed that one. I went, I went to this one. I have to say, between Beauty and the Beast and your Brockmire reviews, you guys are adding to my uh, things I need to watch list. It's ah. almost like this podcast is doing. Well, no, job. Yeah. We, we we give you a we give you a list every week, but usually you're supposed to watch it before the podcast. <laughs> I'm not sure you were briefed properly. Our induction with you was plainly not effective. Very poor induction. I'm going to feed that back to the HR department. Yeah. <laughs> I think you told Shona nothing. She basically just turns up. <laughs> um, really, left field. Yeah. I really liked Brockmire. It's gone straight into my list of much watch must watch comedies mm. and uh, I can't wait to start using Joyce in sentences <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's half the fun of it there's yeah, so yeah. many quotable lines in it like because yeah. um, I, I didn't realise it until now but I've been keeping a Brockmire for years <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they're really funny I, I know the scene you're talking about with uh, the sidekick mm-hmm. uh, the young guy I know when you're talking about that YouTube that was all a bit forced yeah mm-hmm. But he, he gets a lot better. I'm, I'm yeah. three, two or three episodes into it. Oh, are I think he gets a lot better. Yeah. yeah. And All she's, right. um, she gets better too. Oh, okay. her character takes legs very quickly. Like, mm. but, uh, it's just a really good show. Like it's, yeah. they don't stay on any one joke too long. Like, mm-hmm. um, now look at, I'm only two or three episodes in, right? Yeah. But, and of course, I can see it's very cleverly written. They have a feast of extra characters they can bring in as well because there's the whole baseball team. So you can be sure as the season goes on, you know, they'll pick one or two of them every week. But, you know, it's That's be exactly what happens in episode yeah. two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still laughing thinking about it. <laughs> it's good, folks. It's good. Yeah. Uh, it's a thriller for me. It's a good sign. Yeah. It's a thriller for me. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, it's thriller all the way for me. It's, the detour has just come out, but I think season two of the detour is out for a while. The oh, yeah. detour was my favorite comedy of last year. You might remember from the Vikings. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so season two is out, but I'm going to wait before watching that to watch Brockmire first. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. High praise indeed. Mm-hmm. Will you watch more, Mike? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I, as Mark said, I can see this entering my, my vocabulary. <laughs> okay. So. Uh, second of our TV was uh, Gorilla, and uh, this is about some activists in the 70s in London, and they set out to free one of their buddies who's a political prisoner um, and wage a resistance war mm-hmm. yeah. movement type thing. thing. Um, so this stars Idris Elba, Frida Pinto, and um, Babo Sese. I hope I got that right. Sese. CC, I think it is. Yeah, so, yeah, what do we think? This is intense. It is. I can't believe in your intro you didn't mention, like, racial tensions or, like, this whole <laughs> well, show is... Yeah, it's, right. well, the, yeah. Kind of racial inequality. Well, it's and, the Brixton like, riots kind of, you know, that's where it's kind of set around that time, yeah, I guess, yeah, which was, it would be the big event of that time, so. Um, I guess yeah. that's, uh, yeah. I was very 
confused watching this because I assumed it'd be, I don't know, set in Cuba or something or some kind of yeah, American yeah, Revolution or yeah. something like that. And then it's in grim, shitty 70s London. I was like, yeah. what? When when are they going to get to South America? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but it, it, you know, it's a it's an era that I don't know a whole lot about. Mm-hmm. Uh, like uh, the historic, you know, the history of it. Uh, right, right. Uh, yeah. So I, I'm interested in. I was interested in this uh, from that aspect. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a lot of interest in that era. Mm. Yeah, the seventies generally is just ugly. Mm. Yeah, unless you're in Vietnam in mm. a chopper. <laughs> get to the chopper <laughs> somewhere over me lie <laughs> what you think um, it was really intense I would say for the first little while I can't really say I liked it it was just too intense for the kind of thing I would like to normally watch um, I was interested in Idris Elba being a cast member I was kind of curious to see how he'd what he'd do. Um, he didn't really take much of a center stage this episode, did he? No. no um, he was very much a kind of auxiliary character. I'm yeah. assuming now, given some of the relationships that have been established, that that's going to be built upon. Um, so I'd say the first maybe half of the episode I found fairly weak. Um, I mean, the show did a good job of establish- establishing um, the racial tensions and especially for black people in London at the time, the type of discrimination that they were facing um, at a systemic level, you know, even as far as the law enforcement and Unreal. some of the horrible things that they had mm. to, just the things that they went through, you know, on an everyday discrimination, discrimination and, you know, like on a human level, you're like, oh, that's crappy. Is it good television? It's not how I like to spend my TV. I think mm-hmm. I, I tend to err more on the side of Mark's approach to film, which would be escapism. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this isn't really a reality I'd want to escape into. However, I think the second half of the episode got much stronger when shit started to get real <laughs> and they decided mm-hmm. to form a resistance and um, take some really serious steps. Um, there's just some crazy things. You know, they mm-hmm. they start plotting how they're going to get like their... Uh, friend and the guy who's really at the center of the resistance out of jail. And, um, it's crazy <laughs> how they like <laughs> the, uh, what they plan, what they end up doing. Um, so I mean, it's, it, yeah, there's, it really is the, it, the amateur hour, isn't it? You know? so yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I just felt uncomfortable physically the whole time, you yeah. know, <laughs> it was like mm. visceral reaction of just like crossing yeah. your legs and like, ooh. <laughs> um, uh, I have to say the violence was brilliantly shot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of people, I'm sure, like you, wouldn't enjoy that. But, you know, just technically, it was really, really well done. <laughs> it was really like, ouch! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and it, it's hard to do that. It was a tough, uh, yeah. hard to watch as well. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um yeah, I, yeah, like you say, it was intense. Um, you know, and overall, I enjoyed it, but I don't think I'm going to watch any more of it. Mm-hmm. The, and I think it's for the same reason in that it it's nearly entertaining enough, but it's not quite. Yeah, you know, um, yeah. it's not that there's any flaws in it, it's, or I don't it's know. just I not what I want maybe to watch. Problems with know. the pacing, yeah. maybe problems with the character development. Like, is there enough of a bite there to get you hooked? Yeah. Like actually, there, there wasn't really. Maybe the pacing was part of it as well. Actually, now that you say it, yeah, yeah. 
And they struggle to establish uh, a dominant character. You know, the two yeah. leading characters aren't actually the dominant ones. No. Um, so you're kind of wondering, like, who am I supposed to be rooting for? Yeah. Here? yeah. Know, what's, how does this work? And especially in a pilot, you need to set those things out very clearly, very yeah. strongly, very quickly. Yeah. And I, I think they dropped the ball on that. All right. Well, especially like, you know, the pilot should be ideally, and, you know, maybe Sean was here, he'd be correcting us, but. My impression of a pilot is that you're really setting the stage for the rest of the season, right? Like you're getting the hooks in so people come back and watch more. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas all the machinations of this first episode, I mean, clearly those machinations can't continue. If it's about a jailbreak and stuff, mm-hmm. that's not what the season's going to be about. It's about what they do now. But then there's not really any hint of what they're... Not, I don't want to use the word power because there's too much superhero stuff out there right now, but uh, like, what is... Not enough, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> what is their force when they all kind of get together mm. and the guys out of jail? Like, what what threat do they yeah, pose like to people anything. around them? Yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah. the stuff that I think that the season's going to be based on, there's mm. none of that in this first episode. Mm. So I think there's big pacing issues, mm. not enough of a hook. The characters... Yeah, there's no one, like you said, Mike, there's no one to really focus on and be like, that person. And I I, I assumed it was going to be Idris Elba's character because of uh, the, he's the big name on the ticket. But his is, character... Isn't he also the producer? Yes. Oh, that's right. So he might be too busy producing to actually be... Be a major uh, character, yeah. that's true. So it yeah. seems like it's a, it's it's an area rife with drama and violence and interesting stuff, but I'm not convinced it really makes great watching so i think i'm with you steve i mean i didn't i didn't loathe having to watch the episodes you know by the end i was entertained but i wouldn't watch more yeah i think i'm gonna learn more about that era somewhere else yeah Mm -hmm. essentially but yeah this is being tipped for emmys and all sorts of things but it sounds like listen i could see why it's like emmy bait yeah yeah for sure isn't it serious acting yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. no it's good it's good it's just not what i want to watch right now it's it's something important (laughs) i definitely picked the right show to skip this week that sounds like my nightmare (laughs) of a tv show yeah yeah for sure um yeah i'd have to fill it this out i think yeah yeah so fillers Fillers all so around. the only thing I saw on the list this week is the one thing that we've all agreed was <laughs> <laughs> okay <Damn it>. so <laughs> next up we've got some previews and come to a bicycle near you So the first one is Wakefield. Oh my god, it looks so good. This looks it's unusual. It does look good. It's Brian Cranston, uh Jennifer Garner, and uh, Jason O'Mara. And Brian Cranston decides to pretend he's not around anymore, but watch and see what happens. Yeah. Over an extended period. It looks so good. See, like when it, when the trailer first begins and he's kind of watching his family from like a, an attic next door and you can see he's, you know, he's pretended to be kidnapped or something's gone wrong with them. And, uh, he's watching his wife like get upset and call the police and the kids mm. get upset and there's people over and he's kind of smug watching it all happen. And I thought that that was what the movie would be based around. But then as the trailer goes through, He's getting a beard and clearly getting older and older and then like having to leave the house the odd time and maybe being a bit crazy, looking a bit homeless. And you're mm-hmm. like, man, this is a long-term thing he does. That's this, a serious breakdown. Crazy. Yeah. Mm. yeah. From the trailer, I took, just like just like you, I think, Sean, that he's had a mental break that leads him to decide to not fucking go home some night. Mm. 
And uh, he stays in this state, watching his life disappear in front of his eyes. Mm-hmm. Like it, I can imagine Brian Cranston doing a brilliant job playing this character. Yeah. Like Heisenberg is married to Elektra. That is a great <laughs> combination for a movie. Um, but uh, I, I think it might be too hard to watch. Yeah, it might be awful depressing. Yeah, I think it would be. I, th- I think it would just be soul destroying. The, the trailer, he is loving watching her. Like sorrow is the wrong word for yeah, it. Like such she's, a laugh. She's bereft and he's <laughs> yeah. smug about it. Yeah. But then later on, clearly as the years pass, she moves on and then mm. the la- joke's on him because he's the one that's just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I walked out of my life and now no one needs me in my life anymore. Yeah. Like, shit. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know if I want to see this. Even if it is, I, can't wait. I definitely don't. I, I, I was I so wait. excited yeah. about this, but mm-hmm. now I'm worried it'll be too depressing because everything yeah. makes me cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, did you cry at Beauty and the Beast, Mark? Maybe a little. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So you think just just a couple of manly tears? Cry. <laughs> <laughs> manly tears. Um, next one we watched was uh, American Assassin. Gruff manly tears. <laughs> With a beard. Yes. <laughs> I was wearing a beard at the time. It helped. Yeah. <laughs> American Assassin is about a guy who wants revenge in the cell that killed his girlfriend or wife or something, and mm. then becomes hired by countering terrorism people. Uh, Why do you give shit synopsis to trailers you don't put on the list? No. <laughs> I was so just prejudiced. about to say this was fantastic. This looks so <laughs> good. It looks really good. Yeah. All of our trailers this week I'm yeah. super yeah. excited Michael for. Michael Keaton. Yeah. Fantastic. There's Scott a Atkins. lot of bang bang shooty face in this. There is. <laughs> but it's the right kind though, yeah, because yeah, it, it seems to be character driven. Like the story is obviously about the kid that, had, that suffered mm. the loss. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm. And, you know, we know his motivation. We can empathize with it. Mm-hmm. And then we can imagine, well, people wronged me in the past. What would happen if someone gave me a gun and maybe somebody trained me to be a really good fighter <laughs> and then they released me? <laughs> <laughs> so I can't wait to see it. Yeah, yeah it looks really good. Mm. Okay. Go watch it. Um, and <laughs> the last one is the new Star Wars. The, the last, last Jedi. Jedi. Is he, though? Is he? Is she? No. He is currently. Oh, is she? I thought he so. is. No, she's not a Jedi no, yet. She, she hasn't been thrown lightsaber. She's not qualified. Wait, she's wait, Padawan tops. Explain that relationship to me, Mark. She's. You're not a Jedi till you can build your own lightsaber. So the Jedi weapon, the lightsaber, is powered by a special crystal whose name escapes me at the moment. Right? Dilithium, Mark. No, it's not that it's like that Star Trek. And you never cross those particular streams, right? That's like peeing across urinal. <laughs> so to actually make a functioning uh, lightsaber takes a lot of skill in the force because you have to do forcey stuff to make the weapon work. It doesn't just work on technology alone. But how so do once baddies you, have them then? Do they... How do? Baddies have them. They're do they jitters. manipulate they, the force? The Sith, bad force. The Sith bad lords force. also use the force, but they use the dark side of the force, which they power it with dark emotions like anger, rage. And it turns it red. Fear. No, you can, you can kind of choose. Okay. But uh, um, typically the traditional Sith Lords had red, like, yeah. So she's not a Jedi until she makes her own Yeah, yeah. Thing. So the last Jedi they're referring to is Luke Skywalker. Okay. But maybe he'll die and then she'll become a Jedi and then she's the Jedi, last yes. Jedi. Mm. See, I'm so, t- I'm so torn. When Luke Skywalker, when Mark Hamill was Luke Skywalker back in the 70s, he could not act a lick. No. Yeah. He was terrible. But that is not true anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
Like he has been um, the Joker in so many different mediums and brilliantly so. Mm-hmm. He has had um, various cameos as supervillains quite often in different shows that I watch. And I just think that he all of a sudden can act a bit. So I really don't want him to be killed off in this movie, mm-hmm. but I fear that he is going to be because he's now in the hero's journey. Mm-hmm. He is the mentor and they usually fucking die. Yeah, it's a bad place to be. Yeah, you don't want to be the mentor in a hero's yeah. journey. Yeah. <laughs> I got to say, the place that they are in is pretty gorgeous. Would that be Ireland, to be sure? Uh, <laughs> it's it's uh, Donegal, isn't out, it? Out in Skellix. No, it's Skellig Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. The Millennium Falcon was in Donegal. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Just mm. um, the Irish tourist board to be lapping this They're <laughs> milking the Star Wars. Oh, sure Star so. Wars and Game of Thrones. I know, yeah. It's just freaking yeah. geek heaven. <laughs> Are you looking forward to Star Wars as much as I am? Or oh, is can't it, wait. I can't wait. Yeah. But it's too far off now at the moment to get that excited about it. I'm just like... Yeah, we have a whole Game of Thrones season between now mm. and then. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, it is tough to keep a film boner stoked all the way from here to December. Yeah. 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 But see, every time I just hear the little bars of the of the tune, Star Wars tune, it just gets me excited all over again, no matter how many <laughs> yeah. disappointments I've had over the years. <laughs> Do you know the one that I prefer, what really gets me into the mood better is uh, Luke Skywalker's theme. And I had a follow-up point that I've forgotten. Because <laughs> you got lost Luke. in the song. Is it next- I actually fucking did. Is it next year <laughs> is uh, Boba Fett? Uh, I think they're doing Han Solo first and oh, then Boba Fett. Oh, God, they really need to make those films relevant. If it's more fucking, you know how it ends, but here, here's what happened beforehand, mm. I'll, I'll just, I'll be really annoyed. I know what my segue was. To keep my film boner stoked, there have been three books released in the new universe. Ah. ah. So they're set between... Um, the last film and The Last Jedi. Okay. Mm. Are these going to so, be canon now, or are they just... Fodder for the. Uh, I worry, Mike. Right. I worry that they're going to they're going to jilt me again because yeah. we all know how the alleged extended universe just got scrapped yeah. with the stroke of a pen. It's like fifty books just gone, just never happened. Yeah, <laughs> like none of these people ever existed that I've known for years. Yeah, <laughs> my next tattoo is based on a guy who was in a book that now doesn't matter. <laughs> but um, anyway, um, so I've got those three books. Um, I have purchased them. I am ready to go reading them. All I need now is for baby to be born and start sleeping through the night. And then I am reading them. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, you're going to have a newborn in the house soon, yeah. so sure, you'll have loads of time to be reading. Yeah. Yeah. While you're feeding. Yeah, at three yeah. in the morning. <laughs> Every night. <laughs> <laughs> at three and at five and at half six. Yeah, and maybe a pit stop at quarter to seven. <laughs> <laughs> now clean up a bit, quarter to eight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and in the background, I'll have playing. <laughs> Every morning, three in the morning, I am your father. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the best things about when Avery was born all of a sudden I could say the coolest line in Star Wars and mean it very good uh, that it for this week I think so that's all yeah. okay brilliant so from Mark, Mike Sean and Steve stay classy <laughs>